And then they went and picked strawberries and we had Oh yeah, like strawberries strawberry and cream. jam yeah. on top of the vanilla ice cream. Nice. Good night. Dude, tonight dough, that's 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 my jam. The tonight, tonight dough, it has peanut butter cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough, and is and it like real, chocolate is it cookies. Like real cookie dough? It's Jimmy Fallon's Ben and Jerry's flavor. Oh. It's a oh, Ben so and Jerry's. Good. Oh. So it's real ice cream. Dude. It's real yeah. ice cream. It's, not it's real ice cream. It's not <laughs> the keto added stuff. No. <laughs> Extra sugar. They put sugar in the sugar. Extra sugar. Uh, Perfect. You guys, this was an incredible weekend. June 6th was uh, the launch of our Silverton. Uh, it's like the first church plant of our church. We launched in Silverton. Not only that, but Front Street, we met outside in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. We had barbecues at both locations. If you were not at one of those locations, you definitely missed out uh, because uh, it was an incredible weekend. You guys were in Salem. Uh, what were some highlights that you saw? Well, it stopped raining before the service, so that was awesome. You guys, I've heard of <laughs> praying for rain. You were praying for the rain to stop. Please stop. stop. Yeah, it was awesome. It was great to see. I think. The coolest part for me was seeing people that I know that have not been to church yet that mm. came on Sunday. And so, like because it was outside, do you think? Yes. Or, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was super pumped. Dude, that's great. That, so it was worth it. That's fantastic. And you were working hard. I saw pictures and videos <laughs> of you like pushing, you know, tables with concrete blocks <laughs> on them and all kinds of stuff, man. We pretty much we just had, had to, to use creative. what we had. We had to use what we have and get the job done. So <laughs> so it was it was all hands on and I think it was great. Like like people stepped up and uh you know, with the rain even, in, you know, coming down a little bit in the beginning, but then it cleared up. That's kind of the fun part of, of like, doing church that way where we're setting up and tearing down. Like, there, there is actually, like, a job for every person. Absolutely. Uh, like, we can all be connected and, and, uh, and working together to make that happen. It's a, it's a pretty sweet time at Outward Church, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, historically, we've been through uh, just a lot of a lot of different things, and and God has been preparing us, leading us for this moment. We also launched a series. Okay, we started Galatians. We're going to go through the book of Galatians. It's going to be 14 weeks. It's 13, really, plus an introduction. This week, June 6th, both locations, Silverton and Front Street, it was it was kind of a, a gospel primer. It was an introduction to Galatians, and we've titled the series No Other Gospel, okay? Uh, so this is uh, what, what we wanted to do in this very first service was say, what is the gospel, and how how is there it's not even possible that there's another one. Uh, and, and, and so we want to uh, basically start out with this foundation. Did you guys have some takeaways? Pastor Brian was teaching in, on Front Street, uh, and then Pastor Matt was preaching in Silverton. Did you guys have takeaways? I think it was cool. We actually watched both sermons. So okay. We were here okay. and watched, and then we watched the Silverton sermon, yeah. too, which is kind of cool to see two different takes on the same passage. I think um, my favorite part is the idea of like your past, like looking at your past, um, and Pastor Matt was super emotional too, but just looking at your past thinking like, I've clearly blown it. Like there's no way that I could fix this, atone for it, he used that word, um, but only the grace of Jesus can cover that. And I think just the reminder that like, the reminder that that is why the gospel is good news because I could never cover my past but Jesus did it for me. Yeah, he said, like, there are those that, like, they get it. I've only done awful things. My heart is only evil, and I've only made a mess of things in my life, and I need grace, and I'm ready to receive it. 
And so for that person, like that message of the, of the grace and forgiveness of Jesus, that's so easy to receive. But he, he, he gave a warning too, because there's somebody else that says, you know, I'm actually a pretty good person, right? And, and underneath that, what becomes of that, the path uh, that that leads to is a person saying, you know what? I don't even know that I needed Jesus to do any of this. I'm, I'm kind of good on my own. And even though they might call themselves a Christian, uh, in, it, you know, in reality, they are filled with pride because they feel I'm generally a good person because I've worked hard and I do good things and I don't do bad things. Uh, and, and that actually ends up being what Paul is is like fired up about when he's writing the writing the book to the Galatians. He's like starts off right away like I can't believe what you guys are doing. You guys are you guys are like trying to be good after you've been saved. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I, think I you, jumped in. What I if, think I take it like like you asked also what what stood out to us and the the idea of like who deserves the glory and it's it's all God right and I think that you know, when like I've not been a Christian in a long time and. Like, I definitely did not say, well, it's okay, like, I'm a Christian, um, you know, or, or thinking about, like, what I've done in the past or whatnot, but just the idea that God saved me and that gospel, like, the gospel covers all of that sin from the past um, really just is, is so humbling to the extent of, well, like, if God is that good, then who am I to to think that I could change any of it and, and, yeah. and further myself or be good or be, or be, or be good, good or be good to, to, um, you know, to have that goodness poured out onto me. Like, no, God is this, he's literally just that good that he loves us so much. Um, and I think that that for me is like, when you look at like, I grew up thinking that what I had, I earned what, you know, I, you know, what cars were driven or whatever, like whatever I grew up in, um, thinking like, well, I got all this, you know, and then it's, it's, it's because of my hard work, um, and all that. And, and to me, the gospel is so freeing because there is none of that. Like I get like Jesus because he just loves me, you know? And that's like, that is like the most freeing part of the the thing. And then, um, I think the cool part is like thinking about the ways and he used the we talked about this like that he used the Ephesians 5 example of like there should be like the gospel should apply to every area of your life and that is when it applies to the people who do think like I don't have that much of like a sinful past like and seeing I guess even like seeing pride as a sin um but that like the gospel like is good news for that too yeah like that it should apply to everything yeah you mentioned ephesians 5 that's that's putting the the gospel into your marriage so mm-hmm. one of the things that that pastor matt said and and, and uh pastor brian said as well mm-hmm. uh that that the gospel is not the abcs the gospel mm-hmm. is not just how uh, a person is saved if i believe that jesus uh died on the cross uh, that he that he was sent by God, that he lived a perfect life. If I just believe that, that's the start of my Christian life. Now I've got to work on being good and keeping God's approval and earning God's approval, which is what the Galatians were doing. Now that you're saved, you need to be circumcised. Now you need to do these things. You've got to adopt these these cultures, and and we're going to get into that as we go through the book of Galatians. But the example is that all of our life 
is the gospel. All of our life, the, the way that we are being sanctified, being conformed into the image of Christ, is, continues to be, a belief in the gospel. You were saved by hearing a truth and believing it. You continue in your Christian life by hearing the truth from God's word and believing it and applying it. It's really that simple. And we try to overcomplicate it, I think. Uh, you know, it, it, it really is that simple. So in marriage, when it says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church, uh, he laid himself and gave, himself, it, up and gave her, himself up for her. You know, that's, yeah. that's the, you know, that, that's considering what Jesus has done for you now, now moves, shapes, motivates how I am towards my wife. It's not just how I'm saved. It's, it's how I live. It's the A to Z. I think I was telling you too, I was reading Proverbs this week and then reading a commentary of the verses, anxiety, you know, weighs down the heart of a man, but a good word makes him glad. And like the good word is like the word of God, like that here we have like a culture and people and like personally myself that are like weighed down by like anxiety, worry, fear, whatever. But like, but the cure, but the answer, but the solution to that, like is the gospel and is the good news that we don't have to live under that bondage. Well, yeah. And it's, and like, to me, it's a, it's a friendship with, with Jesus, you know, like this, this, our God, like saved me. He, he saved like all aspects of my life, you know, and like, why wouldn't I want that relationship with him? And how do I, how do I get that relationship is, is like being in his word and just, you know, letting him just consume me. Mm-hmm. And I, letting um, him do the work. Yeah. Letting him, yeah. Letting <laughs> mm-hmm. him do the work. Um, you know, and that was like a prayer that I, I, I prayed and I have talked to people and, you know, I, and I love having friends that are not afraid to correct you. Right. And like just this idea of like, well, I just pray that I just continue to have a fire for for God, like to, to this relationship, and and just being you know corrected, like you no, know, you should pray that like God just continues to lead you to desire Him. And yeah. I think for me, like that was just like so eye opening. I was like, wow, like you know, God really is in control of of everything, His sovereignty, even to the extent of like me desiring Him. Yeah. Pastor Matt said that too, like even your decision to follow, like him wasn't yours. Mm-hmm. But I think who said that, that it's not the ABCs, like it's the A to Z was Yeah. Mr. Timothy Keller. Yeah. And they both, uh, they both they, gave they, him credit. Oh, yeah, in that. They yeah. Yeah. We talk about him a lot. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, and, and I appreciate that prompt. We're saying no other gospel because it can't be Jesus plus. We can't mm-hmm. add anything to it. It has to be perfectly and simply. And Galatians spells that out. It says, it is only by faith. It cannot be by your works. It cannot be by your righteousness. It cannot be by being good. It is only by your faith. It is hearing a truth and believing it. It is that relationship. It's walking with Jesus. It's exactly that. And so what we're doing as a church is is we're going through and we're examining what are the tendencies that we have that we tend to add to the gospel? Mm-hmm. We're saved by one process, and then we try to be uh, good Christians by some other process. What, what happens that we uh, would, would turn to some other gospel? There is no other gospel. So one of the things we're doing as a church is we're going through this book, Galatians for You. It's written by Timothy Keller. Uh, I call and, him Tim, but it's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, it says Timothy... <laughs> Dr. Keller, I mean, if we're going to get 
uh, you know, uh, but no, we're, we're quite fond of his teaching. It was, it was really easy for us to adopt this. We're going to follow the outline actually. So yeah. each week, week number one, uh, Brian and Tim are going to be preaching this week. Uh, they're going to be preaching from the content of chapter one in this book. And, and it's super simple. We're talking about Galatians one verses one through nine, yeah. right? Nine verses, read the verses, take a look at the workbook right? Yeah. Now, how are we going to do that? What are some ideas of how we can do that? You guys lead a community group. What are you mm -hmm. guys planning to do? Yeah. So our group is going to continue meeting through the summer. And mm -hmm. so we just kind of propose the idea. I think, I don't know what, what you think about a community group is getting together. It's hanging out. But I think what, at least what we and a lot of people in our group, like we want to like dig into the word together. So I think we're super excited that as a church, we're going to dig into the book of Galatians for the summer and everyone's going to be doing it. And I just love that idea and love, I don't know, I love to talk about what I read and I read a lot, but I'm excited to go through this. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to still meet um, and talk about Galatians, talk about talk about the book, ideally, at least the outline of it. Um, yeah, and we'll see what it, what it turns into. Like, I mean, we don't know what it's going to look like, but I think it's a good starting point. Everyone seems to be super excited about getting into it. Like, you know. Um, yeah, we're, we're just going to go every time we get together, we'll be going through. The, the cool part about it, I think, is that the sermons, like you said, are going to follow the book. But then there's already discussion questions. Yeah. Like Dr. Keller already wrote the discussion questions, which I love that about books when there's a way that you 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 don't have to struggle to figure out what should we talk about you just start and say what do you think about this we do this in staff even we're reading a book and there are discussion questions and that's where we start yeah and they're they <laughs> they aren't like questions like to test you no. test your understanding like check this out these are questions for reflection it says how important is the gospel truth to you how is this shown in your life like Let's look for the evidence of what we believe to be true. Yeah. That is and so true because, like, you know, it, like it's also, I mean, I've been in an instance where I'll be working with somebody and then the next morning I'll be, you know, uh, either reading my Bible or what I'll say something and they'll be like, I didn't even know you were a Christian. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know, it's like gut or the, punch. Or they ask you, especially non-believers, I think the, that's the questions they ask, like, well, why do you, why do you believe uh -huh. that? And I think just being yeah. in conversation. But I think that it's also important to know that, like, if you're not in an outward group already, that we still, like, would love you to join us in obviously going through Galatians, but also going through this book, that you don't have to already be in a set group. To yeah, because our group, we won't meet every week. And not everybody that, in the church is in a group. Yeah, yeah not everyone's in or, a group. But, like, Liz and I, we can, you know, we can, we can go over the, that, that week's, you know, part, just the two of us. Um, and then, like, I don't know what you're going to do, but... What are you going to do? <laughs> well, hey, that's a great question. Like, like let's not overcomplicate it. Uh, like, if, if you can find one person, uh, like, the person you're sitting next to a, a Sunday at church, like, hey, you going through this with anybody? Like, do you, would you want to meet up, have coffee, and go over chapter one? Like, you could find anybody uh, to go over with. It is, it, it could be done by yourself, but it's going to be so much better if you, when, you're, when you're sharing that. I love what you said, Liz. The whole church reading through the same book of the in Bible. two places, too. We, can, we could even read ahead of time about what the pastor is going to be preaching on. Yeah. Read the, the very outline that he's planning right. to use so that we're kind of preparing our minds, our hearts to hear and receive that mm -hmm. teaching, and then go and discuss it. 
as a whole church, it could be incredible. It has a way of like working its way into our conversations because we're all reading the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, I love that. We we are reading like the Bible at the same time. And so I love that we're like at the same place and I can say, well, what did you think? And you can read the same thing and the Lord can speak to you in a different way, which is why it is so cool that A, we have two like pastors like preaching on it each week, but also that you get to talk to other people. And I think even if you like, maybe you don't know, like you say, well, I don't know that many people at Outward. And so I don't have anyone to go through it to. Like we can help you find someone. Mm -hmm. um, and if you are excited about the book and you would love to do it with someone else, we can help you pair up with someone too. So you can, you can just ask someone at the connect us. You can email info at Outward Church and we can even facilitate pairing people up because again, you don't have to plan it out. You don't have to you can you could talk to someone on the phone or you could just get together with a few people and yeah and i think questions. what's really cool is it's getting it's getting our church you know two different locations like we said <laughs> talking about the gospel yeah and i think that that like like that's what jesus wants like he wants us talking about the good news and um you know who knows what he's going to do through that but i think what it, it's just stirring a conversation um, that's just spreading the gospel. And, I, and I'm super excited to see, you know, what happens and, and friendships that are made or, or what, you know. Or... We overcomplicate it, don't we? <laughs> we there, there truly is no other gospel. And, and, and we say to ourselves, it really can't be that simple, can it? Do I really just stop? Do I really just follow Jesus? Do I really just lay it down at his feet and, he, and, and, and his burden is light and his yoke is easy and I just rest in him? That's it? That's all I do? Are you serious? Like there's got to be something more that I'm supposed to do. But it really is just that. There is no other gospel. Uh, super excited to be going through this stuff with mm -hmm. you guys. Uh, I got to say, I wish I was a part of your guys' community group. <laughs> You're welcome do you guys have openings? You or <laughs> are you guys pretty full or... You're always welcome. I don't. I don't know if we have a capacity. <laughs> we're, we're, really doing, we're doing. We're doing. appetizer night next because of I have our kids. Seven -year -old's choice. Is that okay? We, we have, have kids. Babysitters. Yeah. We have babysitters. Okay. Could could everybody come to your guys? Our house isn't that big, but. Oh. 